Welcome back to Casting Confessionals. My name is Alan Aguirre, and here today we are going to talk about the Challenge All Stars Season Three, Episode Five. I'm joined by my lovely co-host. We have the Canadian, Ms. Nikkison. Hello, Happy Pride Month. Yeah, and the valiant Vermontian Zoe. Took the words right out of my mouth, Nikki. Happy Pride. <laughs> Hashtag stay gay. <laughs> Uh, we don't have Luke this week. Uh, he'll be back with us next week, but it's going to be the three of us today. And we were so excited after last week's episode because they dropped uh, the little spoiler in the trailer last week that Beth accuses John A and MJ of having an affair. And then the episode we got was pretty meh. It was actually, I mean, it was a good episode of TV. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's way better than the product we're getting with season 38. But I think we all had our expectations maybe a little too high. Maybe it's our fault a little bit. But they dangled it in front of us, and they were like, ooh, it's going to be good. And then it happened. I feel like the editors, like, cut so much stuff out. Do you think that Beth and John A, like, actually got into it? I know we'll get there at some point, but, like, that seems like a wild thing to edit out of an episode. There's more there, because this show, like, they're just... As you watch, you could just feel something missing from it. There was just, yeah. like, it was a good episode of TV. It wasn't a bad episode of TV. But there was something there was something missing to a lot of it. Uh, we're going to just jump right into it. And the episode kicks off with the aftermath of last week's elimination. Uh, we see one of the, like, Kellyanne is so down bad because she's having breakfast and politicking with Beth. It's just, like, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. Like, whether you love her, hey, Kellyanne, like, imagine you have to have breakfast with Beth and actually, like, talk about game with her and, like, in an earnest fashion. She kind of acknowledges that, too. She's like, we're not, like, friends, but this is all I have. Oof. That is about as low as it gets. Why wouldn't Kellyanne be like, hey, Naya, want to have breakfast after you're done breakfast with Jordan? Like... <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk games, someone I can actually talk to. It's like in school when you have, like, the weird kid who eats, who eats lunch by himself, and then there's another weird kid who eats lunch by themselves. Like, why don't they hang out? It's like, no, that kid's too weird for me. That That's <laughs> that's Kellyanne DeBath, and it's just, it's a it's a bad mix. And when Kellyanne, like, throws out the idea, it's like, well, I think we should probably maybe work with John A. I think we can trust her a bit. And Beth's like, ah. I think she's just a bad person and then she even you know kind of hints at her being a cheater hey this irks me in a lot of ways because like at one point beth is like it's a game i'm just trying to like stir things up like this is mj and john a's like real lives johnny has children that will one day see this episode might even see it i've seen it last night or tonight i i think Beth, if she was strictly talking about game, had a point because John A's playing a brilliant floater game right now. Because it seems that she is like low key aligned with a lot of the treehouse, but not enough that they're willing to put their necks out for her. So if she was just strictly talking game, it would be fine. But like to just start throwing personal jabs about people just being dishonest on a human level. She gets really petty and stupid in this episode, and we'll get into that later, but I was... Actually, you know what? Let's just let's just jump into it now. Like, legitimately, like, we're going to talk, because, like, what... You guys watched the trailer for last week. You watched the episode. We go... Like, let's just fast forward to that moment in the bar when they're talking about, like, 
you know, why people should get called out for elimination. And Beth says, like, to Mark and Sylvia, it's like, she's cheating on her husband. Uh, and John A, immediately, she comes in that moment, and, I mean, they go at it, and John A keeps her composure. She just asks, like, so why do you believe this? Why do you talk about this? Because she just wants the facts. That's all she wants. And Johnny holds herself really powerfully. And Beth is just like, me, I'm Beth. You know, I'm just going to talk around stuff rather than actually give you facts. Yeah, that really pissed me off. Johnny was like giving her the opening, like, come on, say it to my face. And she just, she wouldn't. Like, she was just so lame in that moment. And she was, no, she was herself. That's who she is at her core. That is the person that she is. I know that we were talking about, like, not saying stuff on a human level outside of a game level. But that's Beth. Like, that is who she is. And I just, any tiny bit of respect I had for her went out the window because she couldn't even own it. Like, if you're going to talk all this shit, you better own it. Well, I feel like it's okay for viewers to judge them, judge these competitors as people because we're in a totally different boat. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not cutting down or accusing somebody of cheating on their husband so that I can maybe win $500,000. You know, I'm I'm talking about how I think it's ridiculous to even say that sort of thing. It really showed best character. This entire episode showed me best character. It showed me that she would have been perfect for like Big Brother season like four through ten. I would love to see her and Janelle go at it, but oh man, she'd be she'd be in tears. She'd be yeah. in, she'd be in absolute tears. Uh, Janelle or Beth, because I feel Beth, like Janelle would have Beth, her. Beth yeah. would be in tears. Like my Janelle God, would her up. Dude, people play, People make a game move against Beth, and she takes it as a personal assault. She's going to, like, take out a lawsuit on you, whereas she's throwing out, like, these, like, just libel. And it's like, oh, I'm just playing a game. It's like, no, you're not. You're just a bad person at your core. Uh, it was awkward having to see John A. and MJ have to do the directly look us into the eyes confessional and be like, I'm not having an affair, because that's just so tough for their families. It is, like, kind of somewhat inevitable because of, you know the hinting that other cast members have had, the online rumors. So it is good that they got out of the way, but that can't be cool to do in front of your screen because it's just like you're acknowledging it. I can't, even, I can't imagine being in that position. Like, John A. knowing that her kids are at home and MJ, like, I, that's just got to make them sick to their stomachs, just knowing that this stuff is, like, flying around. Yeah. I felt for them. I mean, these kids are teens. They're like literal, like they're the they're the people, the demographic for this show, and it's it's rough, man. And the worst part about it is, you know, that of all the people in the house, Beth knows the least about those two. She walks in, hears one off comment, and decides she's gonna turn whatever she wants into a storyline for herself. Because I mean, even at 53 years old, she's still just addicted to the drama. She's a little moth, seeing the light that is John A. It's like, mm, I want to eat some of that light because. I'm Beth and I need it. And it's just like, dude, you don't know it. There are other cast members who, like, if they said something, maybe, like, if they've if done three, two seasons with them, maybe there'd be some truth to it. But it's that person who knows nothing about it is just trying to get the most. I think it's a lot of, like, jealousy on Beth's part. Sorry, Zoe. I, no, I think it's a lot of jealousy on her part because Beth came into season one of All Stars and they were like, oh, man, Beth, like, she was, like, it back in the day. And then she slowly sees, like, it's the same way that she acts with Kayla. Like, she sees these, like, younger players, like, taking the spotlight. But, like, they're taking the torch. And they're bringing, Kayla's bringing good drama. She's bringing, like, she's doing the perfect bit of, like, TV drama. She is not getting personal. It's all game. 
Beth Allen, when you said something about her eating the light, I was like, oh my god, she's Mother Gothel from Tangled. Like that is who. <laughs> yes. Like, I hate that you made me laugh like that, but well, it's appropriate right now. I um, mean, dude, like Beth. I mean, she's in her fifties now, but she still has a very high school mindset. She never grew out of that, and you could tell when she calls Kayla the queen bee, like she, cause like she, she talked about Kayla like she's like the cool kid in high school. I mean, Kayla is, I mean, very cool, but it's just like, why are you talking that way, dude? Just like, she's just a player. She's just playing the game in a good way. Grow up. Everything is moving past you, but you're still that same person. At least she, at least she stays committed to the brand, but it's not a good brand. It's a terrible brand. It's yeah, like, it's bankrupt. It's bankrupt. We don't need to see her again. I've had my fill. Bye. Like circus. Yeah. Like circus. Like Naya says at one point in the episode where like she wouldn't want people to judge her based on her past. Like Naya's grown as a person, and like you can see that, and it's okay to do that. Even if you're on reality TV, it's okay to grow as a person. You don't have to be that like same archetype that you were like your first season of the show. One thousand percent. And then also we gotta move away from Beth for a bit. Get to breathe a bit. Get some better stuff in our life. Uh, sage. We'll get Nehemiah oh to Sage. <laughs> uh, we see Wes. Wes is playing like a, a role of a great salesman where he just pitches to the guys like, "Hey guys, let's go after MJ, Yes, and Jordan. They are our biggest threats to win as the former champions. Nobody can beat Jordan in a final." He's like, I'm not selling you on myself. I'm selling you on this game plan, and I'm attaching myself as a plus one. Which, if you're Mark and Derek, you're like, well, I don't trust this guy, but I can't deny his reasoning. And sometimes as a politician, it's not about being the most liked person. It's about getting the voting power on your side. And he was able to appease to them. And so Wes does it. I mean, he gets, he gets these five guys together, and they're going against the other three. He is elite in this aspect of the game. Like, nobody really can, I think, hold a candle to him and how he can organize people and get his way while doing so. And granted, it has backfired and blown up in his face before, but, like, these guys, they're getting down to, as Nelson would say, the needy-greedy. So um, they need to be wary about holding on to him for too long because he's still a massive threat. I mean, I think the the... Every weekly clip of him running on the treadmill is trying to tell us something like Wes is not fucking around this season. <laughs> the audacity of you to bring up a Nelson quote. <laughs> I, I would, I, I would, I would die if they just brought in Nelson just to party with them. Just looking all dumb in sunglasses. He would just be such a weird vibe. And then they just send him home right after. If anything, I would have preferred Nelson coming in over Beth. On behalf of the women on this show, I'm just going to say no thank you, please. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, yep. We get, to the daily, we get to the daily challenge, uh, and TJ drops the rules that, like, hey, if the authority's different now, it's no more three people winning. It's one person winning. Those two people will get the power to put in a man and woman elimination. No more last place. I think it's a natural evolution as we've gone from 12 to 8. And even though there's no last place, the person who gets voted into elimination, we're going to spoil this anyway. They get to pick their opponent, which makes it, like, even though there's no more penalty, it forces a lot of political plays and power moves where people have to, like, really get their hands dirty with whatever move they choose. I liked it. And then we saw the beginnings of Brad's eyes start to bulge again with this uh, revelation. Um, 
I think that I, I like this evolution for a lot of reasons, but um, the aspect of the person winning, what putting one person in and then the calling out, like it just completely changes the game because now it's more of a chess game as we can talk about later with like who goes into elimination based on who they call in. It just makes it a little more interesting to watch as a viewer. I love it. And I love that like last week I was complaining about how I hate when they're like, well, who do you want in elimination? And they just sort of like, I know it's part of the gameplay, but it just feels like it makes it boring as a viewer to be like, Oh, well, I mean like, you know, so-and-so is going in. So obviously they're going to, their friend is in power and they're going to put this person in but now they get to call people down and now you they they get to sort of like play with people's minds and be like well i'm definitely if i go in i'm definitely bringing this person in and it's sort of they get to have these like little threats there yeah before people would just kind of like float and coast but now there's an actual aspect of floating that's strategic because like if you're in power and you put someone in, they're going for your number one ally, most likely. It's it just it it creates so many genuine rivalries, and it just it shifts the numbers in such a way. Like you almost don't want your best ally to win because then you might be at stake. Or you do, in which case you are knowing you're going in. Like yeah. it's, it's inevitable you're going to have to go in. So it's almost like all right, Sylvia wins. Kayla's like all right, you got to throw me in because that way at least I have a choice or I can see what the elimination is and pick my opponent based on it. God, I love it. It's great. Uh, the first daily challenge, it's the game where they, they, they toss the rings on an opponent and they try to knock them out eventually. Brad sabotages MJ, which makes sense again. Uh, Kayla sabotages Beth, which I think it's only because like she's like, well, if I have to make like a number one enemy right now, I'd rather have it be Beth and Kellyanne, which is I mean, simple. One's a better player than the other. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, you think if you think to yourself, like, well, maybe Kellyanne will go after Veronica or Sylvia first before me. So that's, like, maybe the potential buffer there. Uh, the men, they all decide, like, all right, we're going to take out MJ and Jordan first. Then we're going to take out Yes, and we're going to give Mark the win. It is a great strategy by Wes, in my opinion, because you can't give a win to Nehemiah or Brad because that makes Mark and Derek uneasy. Because that's more guys on Wes's side. Can't give the win to him yourself, because that'll make people uneasy. Can't give the win to Derek, because that'll make the treehouse have too much power. So you just give it to Mark. It's the best of all purposes. This was the beginning of Yes's fatal flaws in this episode too, because his like singular focus on Wes. Not that he would have won, but just it kind of shows that he wasn't seeing things very clearly by just solely going for uh Wes he could have at least worked with MJ and Jordan to go for Brad like do something other than just like carry this torch for no reason <laughs> I, I don't even super understand the rivalry like as much as it like will be explained I still don't super get it and it makes me think just like with like the Beth John anything I'm like is was there something they didn't air that I missed like, was Yes having an affair with MJ? <laughs> like, what What am I missing here? I think in terms of they're just polar opposite human beings in every way. And. Oh, our names rhyme. Let's fight. Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't see Yes doing anything for camera time. That's just not who he is. But yeah, it's it was it was excessive in this episode. Bit much. <laughs> 
they take him out in order. And the Daily Champ, I mean, it's not, it's not fun to watch because you just know Mark's winning, even though he's not even giving. He's even a half-hearted effort. Uh, the only person, like, that was interesting to watch was Brad because he was yep. a bit uneasy. And he actually was 4-4 four to four in terms of the rings. And he was like, should I go for the win right now? Should I try to get it? And it's just like, yeah. He was, he was the only person who was uneasy about everything. Mark gets the win. He gets gifted it. Uh, good for him. I mean, yeah, I guess. Good for him. Uh, here's, here's a thing for you. Here's your yeah. consolation prize. Your participation ribbon. Yeah. The women's heat goes, and it's four treehouse women against four non-treehouse women. And you got to give credit to the treehouse for being like so good when it came to cohesion and actually working together and knocking these girls out strategically. Whereas the other four women had no nothing going for them. It was honestly mind-boggling to me that they could not manage to get one member of the treehouse out like you are that unorganized i get it again john a's playing a floater game so don't factor her into it but the other three like you couldn't get one of them together like that's how unorganized and how you don't get what you're doing i, I was like so happy because i like the treehouse but i was just i couldn't get it i, I just don't they, so many of them spent so long doing their little touchdown victory dance after they got one ring on there. I was like, oh my god, turn around and go get another one. I, what is, Kellyanne, I'm looking at you. Uh, I, no, I gotta say, I think she was actually pretty good at this challenge. She was she was actually knocking down those rings like pretty quickly. But Thanks. there was... I wasn't saying that she wasn't good. What I was saying was that uh, yeah. being a little less of the touchdown dance, a little bit more, let me go grab another ring and try to take out one of these girls. It was a quick touchdown dance. I, I, I know the moment you t- I, I, I think she actually, like, <laughs> I think she did okay for someone. Like, if, if, if it wasn't, like, a team-up strategy, she was probably the best in this challenge, but it was just, like, she was outnumbered. Uh, Sylvia gets the win. Uh... Another win for her second. I mean, the Treehouse is just working at another level. They're they are they are on point. They come to play every time. They don't they don't fuck around. Uh, it's they stay in power. The twist of like you know one of them going to elimination made things a little bit interesting. Luckily for them, Beth is a fucking psychopath. It's those lashes. They like weigh down our visuals. I I can't add anything to this. I just can't. Bunk out flashes. <laughs> uh, we then go, you know, after the daily challenge, they go to the club, and nobody's partying because they're all terrified of, like, well, if this person gets voted to elimination, what are they thinking? Can I be an option? Can I be an option? And they're just smoozing for information. And as much as I love to watch people party, this was this was a scenario where I didn't hate people not partying because they were actually desperate. But, like, schmooze on the dance floor. That's where I would have been talking strategy. They're all old, except for Kayla and Sylvia. It's, like, past their bedtimes. No, they probably... It's, like, probably, like, a nursing home where they, like... It's, like, pudding day for them. Like, they bring them out <laughs> early enough so they can make it for the Denny's early bird special later. We get one of our first ultimatums where MJ goes up to Mark and he just says, Hey, uh, if I get thrown into elimination, I'm calling out Brad. I'm calling out your number one guy, Brad, and that's what's going to happen. Fair. Mark, Mark is uneasy about this. I gotta say, my favorite thing is MJ keeps saying like Brad's so childish about everything. Brad is like, you know, he's making this so personal. When like MJ was like, Brad was actually operating on a game move because like MJ was the one who made it personal first by being rude. And then in the when they did the voting a couple weeks ago, 
MJ was like, whatever you do, I'm just going to be completely against it. Uh, I, I love, I love the rivalry right now. It's at least a fun one. Like with the Wes and yes thing, I'm like, again, I don't super get it. Um, I'm sure I'll get a hundred comments that people tell me how dumb I am, how I can't figure out super what it is, but like the MJ and Brad one, it's fun. And I like kind of look forward to them, like jabbing each other. Yeah, I think in a lot of ways they're pretty similar, but, like, Brad has this, like, kind of, like, code of honor, not in the same way Wes does, but he's just, like, I think he's been, like, things have not gone in his favor in his challenge history too many times for him to be, like, relaxed, whereas you have guys like Mark who have just coasted through seasons and seasons of this show, so they're, like, naturally relaxed in this environment, and I mean, I sh- I'm sure on some level, too, like, the social media onslaught has put, like, a little bit of anxiety in his brain, and he wants to come back to prove something. And MJ, I think, is just kind of, like, an arrogant dick. Like, what, yeah, It's so fascinating is that, like, Brad has a lot of angst in him about getting called out by MJ, but is it just me? But, like, I feel like if they had a pole wrestle or a hall brawl, Brad would kick his ass. Like, Brad, Brad you're a great athlete. I've seen you, like... I've seen you beat really good people in the past, but he's just so nervous about it being kind of like a carnival game or something like that, where I'm like, dude, Brad, you're, you're better than this dude. I've seen you be better than this dude for most of your career, but you're right, Zoe. Things just don't go right for him, and you can just feel it welling up inside his stomach. Yeah, that anxiety is there for a reason. Like, it's legit, and so many people have proven the best way to win the challenge is to avoid elimination at all costs, and I think that he's taken that to heart. I don't know. I'm rooting for Daddy MJ most of the time. <laughs> Is it the braids? The braids. Oh, honestly, it's doing something for me. <laughs> uh, the with the women's side, Kayla is a little bit nervous that Beth could call her out, and she's just nervous because, like, I I, don't, I think she knows she's fully capable of beating Beth, but she's more afraid of like, man, if I lose to Beth on like the one percent chance it happens because of something. Like I cannot live that down. Like it's it's more it's more terrifying to lose to Beth than actually like the chance of losing to Beth. Uh, she did look really good in her confessional though, like amazing. The whole episode, always every yeah. episode. Th- this was her this was her best look though. There was some I, it, it was jacket. It, it was uh, a black top, sleeveless. Oh. It was she 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 had it going on. See, she won my heart with the black jacket and the red lip when she's talking about Sam and wanting to. Um, like those, those are yeah, those are good too. Yeah. Um, and be like, hey, Kendall, see, she wants kids, so she is just as deserving of money. What's up? I like forgot about Kendall <laughs> immediately. <laughs> Eliminated. Forgot about her. But then yeah, we saw we see Beth be a weirdo. Uh, <laughs> she stirs the pot. Um, to where like Johnny is like, yeah, just throw me in. I'll call her out. I'll take her out. For my honor, and also, I think John A's also think to herself, if I do this for Sylvia next week or in two, like next week or in a week or two, you don't call me out. She's like, I I would rather face Beth than face <laughs> Ronnie, than face Sylvia, than face Kayla, than face Veronica. She's like, Naya. I yeah, Naya. It's like I'd rather do that this week than like what I could do in a week or two. Yeah, it was a brilliant move. I think she's playing the long game there, just like you said. Um... I was thinking the same thing because it does, it should in some ways grant her 
a little like a, a little reprieve moving forward because she threw herself on the sword. Either way it goes, I'm either going to be impressed because either either it's going to work out for John A or the treehouse is going to prove just to be cutthroat and like, no, we're throwing you in again and again and again because you're really good. And so either way, I'm going to be impressed by one side and I think both are playing it really well. Uh, we get back to the house and after the night at the club, Brad wakes up Wes at 3 a.m. And it's like 7 a.m. Like, I, I, he's just like... I was like, it was like daytime. <laughs> uh, it's like, hey, hey buddy, can, can we go talk in, in secret? And it's them with Mark. Uh, and he's like, I just, I don't like the way the daily challenge played out. I really thought I could have won. I don't, like, I've been, like, looking out for you. I don't want to go into elimination because of that. And Wes has, like, a face like, a realization. He's like, you know what? Brad did actually keep me safe. The, like, a couple, like, he could have really easily gone into that Latarian elimination, where I think Latarian would have beat Wes. Uh... And so Wes just says, like, yeah, just throw me into elimination. And Wes does this as, like, a bargaining chip, where he's like, if I do this, this alliance of guys will go to war for me from then on. Also, I can call out yes. Wes, when it comes to, like, athleticism and size, doesn't outrank most of these people. He's he's kind of a small guy. He's very quietly, like, 5'9", 175. Um, <laughs> I just think that was, as, I'm like, five. Too. So like well, I mean, comparison to like MJ, who's like six three two twenty, Mark, who's like six four two thirty. That's that's small in that comparison. But Sorry, did you say Daddy MJ? <laughs> he and Yes actually looked really um, close in size as they were walking out into was it the arena? Is that what it's called? Yeah, I actually thought they were the same size, but Wes actually did have like five ten pounds on him. He actually had like a little bit, but it was like that's actually someone where if it's a headbanger. Like, Wes actually does have the size advantage. And also, like, Yes has never been in elimination either. So it's like, well, that's a calculated risk. He's never seen what a lot of these are. So it's a big play because you could take out a big threat and your alliance will literally die for you from then on. And so I respected the move. He put his chips all on the table. It's, it's a move that not a lot of people would be willing to do. Uh, the move I would not be willing to do is the get out of bed at 7 in the morning because you wake me up because you need to talk to me. I think when you're friends with Brad, you kind of just expect this kind of stuff. Like, I feel like this is probably not the first time that, like, Brad has had to have a really urgent conversation with Wes at a really... (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't even know if the camera people were up then. He probably woke them up and he was like, hey, I need to have a talk with Wes. You need to get up. Get your gear. (laughs) He, like, barges in while Wes is taking a shower. Not like Anissa, but, like, he's like, I need to talk to you about right now <laughs> uh yeah that that is a natural part of being friends with Dan, uh, brad the early morning wake-up calls probably most sober he's ever woken up um but yeah uh, uh what what i'm not no, saying, i'm just i'm loving people wake the up people wake up no people wake up hungover people wake up after a wild night of partying these are reality tv men they've known this each is- other since they were 22 I went, I went to a rave last night on a Tuesday, so I'm not going to I'm not gonna uh, judge. Classic Tuesday night rave. Uh, Shout out, Flume! Yeah, so Wes, that's what he's doing. That's what John A's doing. Sylvia and Mark's job is made easy. They put them in. We go to the Illumination Arena. They call up their opponents as we thought. Uh, 
my favorite thing is uh, Yes giving his speech of like, yeah, I'm ready to show honor, perseverance, integrity, enthusiasm. I'm just naming, I'm just saying the stuff they said in my school announcements growing up. Uh, <laughs> Pledge allegiance uh, to the flag. Yeah, you know, uh, and TJ's like, so how do you really feel? Yeah, that was a rare moment of comedy from TJ Lavin that I appreciated. And like, again, as a yes Stan who just loves looking at him, period. Even I was like, come on, bro. Like, let's let's be real for half a second. I like looking at him in everything except for this one specific confessional look where he looks like Indiana Jones and it's not doing it for me. He does look you a know, lot like Indiana Jones. He yeah, does. like if Indiana Jones was like, oh, I really must no, go he, get a bank loan because I have to go like find this temple and I can't afford my plane ticket. I better like go try to get a loan from Bank of America or whatever. I don't know what your American banks are. You, you, I'm, no, I'm sorry. You, you said that yes, Ryan of Indiana Jones. I'm like, I can see it. A yes. thousand. He's the most Indiana Jones human ever. Uh, <laughs> the elimination is really interesting. When I saw it in the trailer, I thought it would be like one of those, like you have to push more panels to your opponent's side in like 20 minutes. And whoever like does that wins. That would have been a better elimination. That's what I thought it was for the first half of the first elimination. <laughs> no, I wasn't listening to the rules. And like when Beth, when, when Beth quit and then I watched the male eliminations, I was really confused. I had to rewind back and I was just like, what's going on here? When is this ending? Uh, <laughs> I was like, no, how it, long is this 20 minutes? But it was more just like an elimination of knock your opponent off the platform. However long it takes, figure it out. Uh, Except they could squeeze in between them and just kind of stand there like, I think the intention was good, but the design was poor. Like, got to go back to the drawing board here and fix it a little bit because it. Beth could have just stood there the whole time. She had to go on a whiny rant and quit and call everyone cheaters and be ridiculous. But that could have gone on forever the way that those two were playing it. Well, like my friend Dusty pointed out, Beth was like underneath like four of the the pegs, the panel, the full push button things the sock and boppers if you will um she was like underneath them and probably could have just like stuck it out and i would have been like pushing not that i could win that i don't know if i could um i'd be pushy ones much farther away from me so that the person on the other side would think oh she's over there like, there were so many better strategies to happen and then beth just like wasted a spot on the show she just pulled a total beth quitting yeah and I'm sorry, but did anyone else, like, get whiplash when TJ was just like, oh, the work on Heights, and he didn't give her the quitter speech? I'm like, honestly. Where is it? I just don't think TJ wants to waste words on Beth. I think he just wants to send her home. I was, I don't, I mean, yeah, he should have reamed her out. Uh, it was just, there were flaws in the elimination, but I guess the play. I mean, some players figured it out, some players didn't. Um, I'm going to order a cameo from TJ Lavin and be like, my friend Beth's trying to quit her job. <laughs> Tell her to stop being a quitter. They tried. They tried to think outside the box. It worked to some extent. It did not work to a lot of extents. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Beth just quits, and it's completely on brand for her. At least John A has three stars now. Yay! Yeah. When she walked out, she's like, "Oh, I'll work on something." I just, just get out of my face, dude. Just get out of here. What we gotta talk about though is the men's elimination, where. Like, for the second straight week, uh, like, a superhero-type figure has just been completely dismantled in front of my eyes. Uh, Like, Yes got so emotionally invested in this elimination. Like, where, like, 
people were like, oh, Wes is obsessed with yes. Like, dude, he, yeah, he is. He got in his head. Yeah. Like, it was just like, yes, was playing the elimination like Wes acts in the house. And Wes was playing the elimination as you would expect yes to do. I was so disappointed in Yes watching this elimination. I was like, I get it. Like, you feel like your honor is on the line here, but I promise you it's not. Like, just be smart. You're, I, I felt let down. I was just, like, so sad about it. You just, to, like, do better. You could have done I, better. I was yelling at the screen. Yeah. I was like, your honor is not on the line. $500,000 is. And then yeah. talking Buy new honor. Like, oh, there, there's an old episode of The Simpsons where, like, Ned Flanders snaps, like, and he just, he just flashes out at all these people, and everyone's just looking at him like, what's going on there? And that was, like, Wes, where he's been the Homer Simpson in Yes's life, just pushing him and pushing him and pushing him, and now he just, like, he's trying to tie, he's like, because he, because Yes wanted to beat him as an athlete. He wanted to beat him going gung-ho, like, hey, like, I want to beat my chest, and Yes is just like, all right, I'm going to play this strategically. I'm not going to talk at all. I'm not taking any hits whatsoever, almost. And every time you talk, I'm just going to hit you back. And the moment, like, Wes was listening to the crowd, the moment they, like, yes, began to fumble, he went for that big knockout punch. It was impressive. Like, I like what Wes did was just, like, he... It, it was, like, a five-week buildup to this moment. Yeah. It was gr- a great elimination on Wes's part. I wish we could run it back with yes having hindsight. Like I wish I want to see what he would do now, knowing how that all worked out for him. So like I hope that we get yes on another All Star season because I really hope that this serves him in the future and that he learns from it because that was just that's not the way you want to go out as a competitor. It he didn't look good. I really liked how the story of like Wes versus yes has like played out throughout. The- you know, the five episodes that we've gotten. I think that that was a really good, like, bookend to it. And I'm, I'm not that I'm happy that, like, Yes is gone, but I'm glad it wasn't, like, dragged out over the entire season. Like, nobody wants another Bananas versus Wes thing. I couldn't deal with that. Also, I want to note this elimination actually looked really fun. For me, it did and it didn't. Like, I think, again, the concept was great. But just seeing how, again, if Yes hadn't done such a poor job, he could have basically done the same thing Beth did and just chilled and been, like, out of the way. So I want them to take this back to the drawing board just a little bit and, like, tweak it so that it's more effective. (laughs) I just think it looked, like, I don't love heights. I'm not a Beth. Um, But you weren't going to catch me 150 feet in the air, like, last week. That was was just simply, that would never happen. Um, Wouldn't even get me up the stairs. But this one, it didn't even look that high up. Yeah. Like, how high off the ground were they? Not that high. Ten feet? Eight yeah. feet? Oh, my God, that's, like, just MJ's height. What do you mean? <laughs> uh, MJ could have been holding it. Gosh, because, like, this elimination, it really, like, between Wes and Yes, it wasn't even just, like, a battle within 50 minutes, which, like, it went for, like, a long time, but it was, like, a multiple-week battle where, like, he... He really got in Yes's head to this moment to where, like, Yes, stop playing how he does. And it's just, it's crazy to think because, like, you know, people see challenge players all the time. You see uh, Jordan beats Darrell. You see Wes beats Yes. And you're like, oh, well, uh, you know, Jordan must have beat 
Dar- uh, Darrell in a game that was about speed, and like Wes must have beat uh, Yes in like a weird carnival game. No, they they took them down in a way that I did not expect. Like you're like, oh, Yes got beat in a game that was a lot of cardio and a lot of strategy and a lot of like just thinking on your feet. I who would have thought he would have lost that type of elimination? So like kudos to Wes. Do you think that Yes lost some like motivation because he didn't have like Jemmy there? Because they're like because they're good friends. I don't know that he lost motivation. I think Jemmy would have had him better prepared for that elimination in the head. I think that's sort that, of what I meant. But he like he didn't have that encouragement. Yeah, I think she would have had him in more of like a game mode going into it. I think she would have kind of knocked out some of that need to talk shit and just be a little unhinged. I think she would have had him a little bit more prepared. The crowd was on Wes's side as well. That's like really like important to note. Like, oh, oh like. Oh. There are people who were obviously against Wes, but the loudest people were on his side, where you had, like, Nehemiah really just, like... Nehemiah was so vocal the entire elimination. I could, like, probably hear him from my house. It reminded me how indifferent I am about the rest of the male cast, like, winning at the end of this, because I was like, ugh, ugh, ugh. (laughs) It's just like, really? I was like, yes, it's the only hero left in this game, and you're all... Like, it just really reminded me of, like, all the jock guys I knew in high school. And I just, like, oh, And I was a jock, and I couldn't stand them. I think it's so funny, the, like, difference between, like, like, people were like, okay, Wes, do this. Wes, do that. And I was like, well, I don't love that. They're all cheering and giving him hints. And they're like, John A., go to the left. And I was like, yeah, listen to him. It, the difference is, is like I was annoyed by it, but I wasn't prepared to call them cheaters and say that like it it's wasn't not cheating. Fair. That's the game, and like, but yeah, I, I agree. I definitely was like, no, leave him alone, shut up. <laughs> if they weren't I... <laughs> allowed to like give hints or like help them, then TJ would have said that beforehand. I, I mean, for me, it's one of those things where, like, yes, has been calling Wes so evil. It's like, dude, those dudes, those dudes are yelling for him right now with his life on the line. Those are the co-signers. Those are his enablers. Like that. Like, if you think he's evil, like, no, he's just the guy who's saying stuff, and they're following. Like, go, go for them. Like, those, like, you got to realize that this is a game at the end of the day. Uh, it's, it's, it's just so funny because, like, it's like, oh, everyone hates Wes. Like, clearly not, because they're. They're going up and down the court just trying to get a view of everything and telling him to hit you in the right moment because they see you as that big threat. Uh, I, related to the episode, um, what did Naya do to the editors that I never get to see her? I see her pink dress more often than anything, and it's always on someone else. She's just hanging out with Jordan man. It's actually I, cute. I hate that I find it cute, so... I'm wondering, too, if because of her past appearances on reality TV, if she's very intentionally laying low and just trying to make sure the viewers come away with a different perception of her. Melissa was a bit the same way on most of Total Madness until, like, the late game. Uh, Then we saw some Melissa come out. It it, it could be pretty similar to that. That was a lot of hormones. Queen Vienna. And Josh. (sighs) Not Miss Josh. Well, that wraps up our episode, I think. Like, I mean, we have next week to look forward to. Kellyanne 
looks like a mess. Oh, it looks like they're doing the challenge from Survivor that Michelle Fitzgerald kills every time, the one where you stack the tower with the little blocks and you need, like, really good depth. I love that challenge on Survivor, so I'm excited to see them use it on the challenge. Um, Are they going to make Veronica's table lower for her? Because that just doesn't... (laughs) Don't laugh, Ellen. Don't laugh. I think they should. That's not fair. (laughs) Like, I... It's so funny because other players who are like former challengers whose names rhyme with like Manila we'll say um are also short and I'd be like yeah make it way taller for for her but Veronica I'm like no make it a level playing field like they'll do it with weight they do it on Survivor they're like they're they make their pegs taller based on their height like they build it to their height settings and Jonathan still couldn't do it right I don't know it's been a long day (laughs) So Alan hates short people. Dude, I'm short. I'm like... <laughs> We're all short. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh, that's our episode. Uh, <laughs> make sure to follow Zoe on Twitter at Nani Gonzalez. God, as in, like, you know, the guy up top, if you believe in that kind of thing. Yeah. God. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Uh... Follow Nikki on Twitter at the Nikki Sin. Follow Alan at Twitter at the Alan Gary. Uh, Caffeine Confessionals podcast on Instagram, caffeineconfessionals.com to get links to our Spotify, iTunes. Subscribe on YouTube. Drop a like. More than anything, have a great day. Happy Pride! Woo! Happy Pride! Yeah. Hashtag Happy Pride, gay. <laughs>